Let us give thanks to our Creator. Peace and blessings, and thank you for joining me for my first episode of Black Bostonian. My original plan was to have Black Bostonian be a bi-weekly podcast. But after the research of the subject matter, I realized my first episode, Why Do We Have to Die to Be Heard, will be an hour-long, three-part series. Let's get into it. First and foremost, I want to thank the Creator. Through Him, all is possible. He has revealed Himself many times to me through blessings, and I bear witness to His power. I also like to take a moment of silence for our friends and family who are no longer with us. May they rest in peace. Allow me to thank you for joining me for my first podcast episode of Black Bostonian. Thank you. You're appreciated without question. Tonight's episode, I'm a little under the weather and we have no commercials, so it'll be a little short. But besides that, Let's get it. What I like to achieve with the Black Bostonian is to create a community of people who grew up in Boston and love it as I do. Individuals who love their part of the city where they lived or lived like I love Roxbury. I truly believe we can build a strong, positive community around that love. Believe me, it's going to take some hard, honest work because our beloved city is dangerously racist. But when you point that out to someone, they always say Boston isn't any more racist than any other city. My obvious response is, I don't live in those cities. I live here. Now it's about Boston. And it's deep-rooted, painful, shameful issues. Let's make this a better place. Then we can try to change our country as a whole. Let me say this. Our mayor, Michelle Wu, in my opinion, is doing the right thing. She's all about equity and change for the better. And she has put some good people around her who also care. But we have to help her. You see, systemic racism is woven deep in the fabric of Boston. It's in our banking, our education, housing, the workplace, etc. You see, the powers to be who let racism fester in our city have been here for 20, 30, 40, 45 years. Someone passed them the racist torch and they're gonna pass it to the next generation. Our mayor might get 12 years in office, if she's lucky, but even a eight year run would be considered 
a good run. She's clearly outnumbered. The people who allow racism to exist will just play the game until she's gone. Now here's where we come in. We need to help her, ourselves, our family, and help our neighbors make this city a better place. But before I go further, let me move on for a second and we'll get back to Boston and all things Boston. But let me take a minute to introduce myself. My name is Butchie Arnold. Butchie Bates, Max, B.A. Either name is cool. I'm a Bostonian, born and raised. The only time I spent away from home was when I served at Fort Benning, Georgia. And when I served at MCIC, the Junction. Needless to say, I didn't like either. I was once considered by society to be one of the worst of the worst. And the powers that be pecked me as so. All my life, people have been trying to define me, put me in a box. He won't live to see 21. You'll see him hanging in front of the liquor store. He'll be a criminal. Someone will shoot and kill him. He's a drug addict. He won't amount to shit, etc., etc. But by the grace of God, I'm still here. <laughs> shit, I'm still here. Now, I've broke bread with judges and some of the most prominent people in Boston. And when I walk into a room, I greet someone. I look them straight in the eye with a smile and a firm handshake and I never look down on anyone or up to anyone for that matter. I know my worth. I've been as good as the best of them and as bad as the worst. You know what I mean? I'm in a different place now, a good place. I like how I make a living. I like where I'm living. And I like how I'm living. Without God, none of this is possible. My God and my wife has made me a better man. Facts. Let us move on. You know a little bit about me. You know I like Boston. And you know I love Roxbury. But let me tell you why. Spring summer, winter, and fall, there was always something to do in Roxbury. Shit, I remember up at Roxbury Little League Baseball. I sucked, though. I couldn't hit the floor if I fell. And I couldn't catch a cold. I played two years. First year, we was in last place. Second year, I got a little better, but as a whole, we won the whole thing. We got our trophies at the Sky Cap. I was so proud when they called my name. 
Our coach was Mr. Felder, a no-nonsense type of dude with a go-tooth, a good man. I remember the MDC pool on them hot summer days a dime and you was in. After it, we hit the pizza truck for a slice and a soda. Those hot nights sneaking in the MDC pool. Man, I can't swim. So I used to always be on the lookout. Because at that time, Jaws had just came out. And there was always some buster trying to play shark at the MDC pool. You know what I mean? Mad block parties all over. Shit. When I look back, mad block parties. Too many to name. The biggest one I ever went to was over at Common Park. I was upstairs looking down at a sea of motherfuckers just dancing and enjoying themselves. Enjoying the vibe. Four or five hundred heads. No drama. Imagine that. Dudley Station. The Ramp. Nubian Notions. Blasting their music as you come out of Joe's with your steak and cheese. Huh? Come on. Now you walking up Washington Street to Washington Park for your hard-ass 1 p.m. BNBL game. 15 under always plays first in the hot-ass sun. Mad talent shows all over the place. After school, hmm, chilling out at the wreck, playing pool, ping-pong, Getting kicked out by Pops. Talked to by Al Kenneth and Mr. Austin. Pop Warner football. Now that, that, hold on, let me say that again. Pop Warner football. Man, that was my shit. I played for Cooper Community Center. I played for the Roxbury Raiders, Snap, and Lena Pop. But now that I think about it, out of all those teams, I only been to the Emotion Bowl twice. Once we got our ass kicked, everybody cried. The next time I went, we won. I remember 16 and under, we went undefeated for Lena. They called us thugs, hoods, as we kicked their ass up and down the field. Then one game, all hell broke out. Yep, you guessed it, team fight. We got kicked out the league. Someone stabbed someone else in the eye with an umbrella. Game over. But all considered, Pop Warner was a positive learning experience. Trust and believe. There were house parties, wide parties, boy club parties, all kind of fucking parties. Shit, stop playing. I could dance. Yeah, I said I can dance. Hold on. Already? I gotta bounce. You know what it is with time, but I enjoyed myself, and I hope you did as well. Next week is Willie Lynch week. As I connect the dots between a British slave owner from the West Indies in the 1700s, 
to us in the here and now in 2023. It should be fun. It definitely will be a learning experience and a whole hour. I'd like to thank the creator. Without him, all things Through him, all things are possible. And I'd like to thank you. You're appreciated. I'm Butchiano. This is the Black Bostonian. Until the next time, keep your head up. And please, stay with me until I work these kinks out. A brother's gonna get it right. And please, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and comment. One.